Hello, everybody, and welcome to Passion and Potential Podcast. Uh, the purpose for this podcast is to help you f- pursue your most passionate life while finding the potential within yourself to do so. So that being said, today's episode is going to be about wedding photography. I am a a full-time professional wedding photographer, and I have been for years now. Uh, My first wedding was in 2012, so it's been a hot minute, and I've been full-time photographer for about six years or so. Um, So that being said, I have learned the do's, I've learned the don'ts, and I've kind of created a workflow and a, a list of of standard things that I I must do in order to make my job the best and to make my um, abilities, my skills the best for my clients. So I thought it would be fun to do an episode on wedding photography must-dos that I do in my business. Um, So I'm going to start with the leading up to the wedding, some of my workflow things, and then I will move on to the actual day of weddings. But... For the leading up, first and foremost, one of the first things that I do is I help my clients establish a timeline for their day. Rather than having them create their own timeline and try and, you know, fill in all these gaps with really not much knowledge in the wedding industry, you know, a bride and groom, chances are that's their first time really planning a wedding day. Um, So rather than making them do all the work, I go ahead and I help them and I will help them make a timeline, you know, based off of how many people are in their wedding how many locations we have to go to, what is the best lighting for the day. If it's a November wedding here in Ohio, I mean, our sun is gone by like 4.30. So if they have, you know, pictures before the reception from 4 to 6, I got to let them know this is not going to be the best lighting. So I'm going to help them create a timeline to not only make their day go by better, more smooth, but to also take stress off of their shoulders. I'm going to become the person to help them feel, you know, uh, more laid back about their day rather than worried and anxious that things aren't going to go accordingly. But also, this is going to help me with my photography. I'm going to be able to get the best photos in a timely manner at the right locations with the right lighting that I want for them if I help them make this timeline. So right from the bat, when they book my package... I help them create a timeline. Sometimes things change a little and that's not a big deal. But ultimately, if we have this general um, flow of how the day is going to go, I know that it's going to be a little bit easier easier for everybody. Okay? So another thing I do leading up to the day is I send out a questionnaire where I ask very detailed questions. I usually send this about a month before just in case anything changes and what I'll do is I'll say give me the exact address of where the girls are getting ready give me the exact address of where the guys are getting ready and I ask exact addresses for any location including portraits then I go through and I say um for family photos how many family members are we photographing will it be immediate or will it be extended please list their names and this helps me because if I see that the mom's you know, or the bride's mom's name is Terry, I can be like, Terry's family, come on up. And and that's going to make family photos go so much easier. I also say, is there anything else we need to know? And sometimes brides will be like, oh, I forgot to tell you, I put my 
uh, something really special on the back of my dad's tie. Like recently I had a wedding where she put a baby picture on the back of her dad's tie. And it was so sweet and so sentimental. And in this questionnaire, she told me about that. And now I'm not missing something that I would not have known about. So I can have that conscious thought in the back of my head that's like, hey, don't forget about that tie. Or I can tell my second shooter, do not forget about that tie. So I just, sending this questionnaire not only helps me feel like I have a plan for the day, but it also answers any unasked questions. I also can send this questionnaire as a PDF to my second shooters or my videographers, whoever. And we are all on the same page. There's no miscommunications. All right, so leading into the actual day of the wedding. First and foremost, every single client gets their own memory cards. Hands down. Memory cards are really not that expensive. Um, it is absolutely worth the, worth the investment to just purchase a new memory card for your client. And make sure to format it. Format it. Don't forget, okay? So format it so it is a brand new clean slate uh, memory card. And what you want to do is make sure that every single person has theirs so that you're not deleting a wedding from like two months ago and then Lord knows what kind of tragedy could have happened. So I always purchase memory cards ahead of time and I give my clients their own special little envelope where I organize um, everything on my end and I label the envelope with their names and those memory cards do not get deleted until the following year. So going into a wedding day, everyone gets their own memory cards. I also triple back up. I do not delete those memory cards. I also back up onto a raw files hard drive on my computer as well as an online storage. Um, And this is just honestly to cover all my bases and to hope that you're to help, you know, that worry of making sure nothing bad happens. I know it's like the things that keep you up at night as a wedding photographer. So I'm just covering my bases and it is worth the investment for me. Hands down. (laughs) Um, so the day of the wedding, as soon as I arrive, I say hello to everybody. I do not sneak in. I don't sit in a corner and not, you know, not make it known I'm there. I say hello. I introduce myself. I try and bond with the bridesmaids. I ask them their names. I ask them what they're most excited for. I, you know, I talk to the bride about how her hair is going to be. And I really bond with everybody so that immediately right off the bat, there is a connection there and they feel more comfortable with me. So rather than having this random lady show up with a camera, shoving it in their faces, they now have someone that they have formed a connection with and they're going to feel more at ease. So I really just try and become a friend in that moment versus a random stranger with a camera. And even though a lot of times it's my first time meeting the bridesmaids, I don't want them to feel like it's the first time. So I really ask them questions. I'll comment on their hair and makeup. I, you know, I want to just truly get to know them and, and, I don't always remember their names, but I do ask them. I try and remember the names, but you know, wedding day chaos, sometimes you lose. (laughs) You lose a little bit of focus on those things. So I do still ask though, because it makes them feel important. It makes them feel remembered and it creates that friendship-like connection. So, you know, as soon as I get there, I say hello and I make connections. Um, Oh, we're going to back it up a step. Before, Before the wedding day even starts. I wake up early and I have a peaceful cup of coffee. I never, ever, ever start my wedding days off in a rush or in a panic because I know that wedding days are chaotic as it is and there's a lot of uh, overthinking and there's a lot of anxiety that can come in hand in hand with them and I start my wedding days off with peace. 
I will make my cup of coffee. I will slowly get ready. I'll listen to some good music, sometimes a motivational podcast, and I will start my day off in a peaceful manner rather than rushing to a wedding day feeling stressed before stress even began, okay? (laughs) So first and foremost, peaceful coffee, peaceful morning, and then when you get to the wedding day, say hello to people. Another thing I do is I think like the client thinks. And that might sound generic, like, yeah, no, duh, Anastasia, think like the client thinks. No, really, think like they think. Don't think how you would think. So, for example, if I'm not super religious, I might not find importance in this one five, you know, minute part of the ceremony. But to them, if they're religious, they're going to find that really important. They're going to want that. And, and even though I don't have this personal connection to their guests or their niece or nephew or their grandparents, They are, and those pictures are going to become really important to them going forward in life. So I always try and think, like, what would they want? And what what memories do they want to hold on to other than the normal? You know, other than the bride and groom pictures, other than the bridal party, other than the first dance. You know, obviously we're going to take pictures of the dress, but what in addition can I do that that would really tug at the heartstrings of my bride and groom? Think like your client thinks and think, you know, who knows if this is the last time they'll have these memories with some of their family members. Try and really uh, tap into that emotional aspect and think like they would. What would they want? And if there's something they're missing out on, how can I give them that memory? You know, while they're off doing the receiving line saying hello to everybody, what is it that they're missing out on? What is it that is going to be a surprise to them when they see their photos and they're like, oh my gosh, I didn't even know that was happening. So I really try and think like they do. All right, moving forward. <laughs> oh, I always, always, always take alone time with the bride and groom. I, I force people to go away. No bridal party watching. No one standing by. They need that alone time. And what I'll do is I'll do their pictures and then I'll say, hang back here for 10 minutes sit alone, talk with each other, rub each other's hands, kiss, communicate about your day, but take that minute to slow down and take it all in. Really think about your wedding day. Think about how exciting you you are or how excited you are to get to the reception. Think about your marriage and how excited you are to marry this person. So I always take alone time with the bride and groom even without me there because sometimes you do not need a camera in your face and as much as I want to capture every single second I know my job is well done I'm going to get everything they need so I will give them that five to ten minutes to be around nobody I highly recommend it guys it's really good for their stress (laughs) um And then one of the other main things that I do is I'm very assertive at my wedding days. I will gladly tell people where to stand. If the cake is in a crappy area, I will ask the venue, uh, can we move this cake to over here? Or if the bride and groom are standing, you know, in front of like an exit sign while they cut their cake, I'll say, hey guys, move on this side of the table and then you'll have the pretty lights behind you. I am so assertive and I'm not afraid to ask people to move. I'm not afraid to move things. Sometimes you've got to create the magic if it isn't there right off the bat. And there's lots of distractions that come with wedding days um, and wedding venues and wedding design. There's there's a lot that goes on um, in your images. So sometimes if it means moving my bride and groom to the opposite side of something for simplicity and for pretty lighting, 
I will gladly do it. I will gladly do what I need to do to make sure that the photo becomes what I need it to become. So those are a few of my wedding must-dos. I will have many more of episodes like this. Like I said, I've been a full-time wedding photographer for years now. Um, I've learned things the good way. I've learned things the hard way. But nonetheless, I just want to be here to help you guys um, and make your life and your job easier, more confident, just anything that also, you know, helps another creative or wedding photographer or business owner. So thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening to Passion and Potential. Uh, Stay tuned for more episodes. Feel free to ask any questions you have and make sure to join my Facebook group, Passion and Potential. We talk all the time. We have live videos. We have challenges. So make sure to join. All right. Thanks, guys.